Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All right, good morning. What's up? Let's get this going. Bill Ryder with you from California. I have an admission to make. I like to mess with the executive producer of this show, Tom Benedetto. I do. And you may know if you listen to the program on a regular basis. And if so, by the way, thank you. Appreciate you. Oh, I just called you Tom Benedetto. Wow. Tom DeCelestino. He just produced me on the Jim Rome show. He produced me for two years. Wow. You got, I was telling a story about you to Lori. I was like, okay, so D-Ben produced me, but D-Cell's back. And I, do you know how hard it is to keep straight Tom DeCelestino and Tom DiBenedetto? I'm mad be like you. If, be like I if you actually produced a guy named Phil Biter. Are you? I am upset. That's a compliment. He's a great guy. He was is a great, great baseball guy. player. I consider him a friend. I mean, we are he... not the same person. Yeah, details. Details, D-Ben. All right, that one's a joke. Even like your nicknames. I can't call him Chalk, as in Count Chocula, like they do on the Jim Rome show. It's very funny. It may be, in a mean-spirited way, accurate. I can't do it, unless I'm there. I'm sorry, Tom DeCelestino. Well, and sometimes I mess with Tom on accident, as you just heard there. Here's the point, though. Occasionally, oh, I feel bad. You look sad. You look like a wounded like a wounded <laughs> kitten. Occasionally, we'll talk about non-sports things. We'll talk about Tom's refusal. Well, whatever his wife asked. But, like, you know, whatever. He'd get a rental car in Chicago or, or road rage or movies. And I was just thinking, what would it be like if I came on the show one time, and we call this jazz behind the scenes. We're just gonna, we're just gonna make up the beats as we go. If I just refused without telling you, Tom, if I just decided, and I didn't tell you, that I wasn't gonna talk sports the entire two hours of the show, this live radio show that's on coast to coast, and the only sports were if you brought it up, how long would it take before you got uncomfortable? Uh, we wouldn't even have to get to the first commercial break, and I don't even know if I, you would be able to see me because uh-huh. I'd be on the floor. Talk some aliens. Talk some Taylor Swift concert. Talk some pop culture. Talk some weather. All talk some guy code right over my head. Guy code goes over your head. I don't know guy code. You do. Man up, Geico, you got this. Well, here's what we're going to talk about. Rest assured, it's not today. But it will come soon and someday. Is that Casablanca? I don't know. I tried to watch it once. Couldn't do it. Kind of like Hard Knocks. Hard Knocks. Episode 3. 
I have a surprise ending for you, at least how it relates to how it ended for me. We'll get into that. Uh, on, on, when I filled in for Jim on the Jim Rome Show on Monday, I opened the show with the mediocrity meets arrogance meets fan-driven karma that have come together to create this moment in Yankees lore. And now they're, they're losing streak. I don't know because I barely care. Is nine games? Is that where we are? And my general take on Monday was they're not a very good baseball team. They don't deserve the time and attention we're giving them. Here's why they suck. I'm not going to bring them up again. So we're not going to talk about the Yankees as much as other people might, in large part because there's a good chance you don't live in New York City wherever you're listening, and largely because who talks about bad teams on the regular? We don't. Nobody cares. But it's kind of fun to watch. And I'm not even a Yankees hater. I just find it, you know, it's nice when the mighty fall and get a little a little humbled. Uh, John Rahm, the golfer, is upset about, about people betting against him and what that means. Jerry Harrison Jr. is going to be on the show. I'll ask him about the Yankees. That's kind of a cheat code for asking about these topics that we've got buy or sell. Tom, what if I asked you to do a buy or sell one day with no sports? That was the only directive. Could you accomplish it? I could accomplish it. I mean, if it had to be straight like pop culture. Um, no, I'm just like no sports. You you set your own your own rules after that. Yeah, let's go with some optimism here. I could get it done. All right, let's do it tomorrow. We'll do like a no sports Thursday buy or sell. Are you in for this? You look happy. <laughs> Sorry is, I called you the, the wrong name. Happy face. How did you and Tom DeBennett sell the people in my life who love me, presumably, and, and listen to the show, my mom, my kids, my wife, I just think about that one for a second. They can't keep your name straight. It's hard, man. Tom DeCelestino, Tom DeBenedetto. Just think about this one. We worked on the same show for a year. We sat next to each other every single day. What show is that? Uh, when we first started the network, the first 12 months or so, we both Talk worked on overnight weekends in the Man. control room together, side by side. <laughs> That's their stories there. That was a happy couple. <laughs> that was a happy time. The positivity must have been flowing. Oh, my God. All right, let's go to – let's. all right, so let me – I'll talk some sports for Tom. If Look, if you want to call in, Tom, oh, I said it again. DeCelestino is going gonna, is gonna to answer the phone at 855-212-4CBS. I say that. You don't call in ever unless there's someone else in the studio with Tom and then magically phone calls appear. So, Oh, he doesn't like that either. So I can't promise he's going to answer the phone. I just promise he says he's going to answer the phone. You don't like that one either? Eight five. It's just crazy coincidence, bro. Ow, it's really spicy to start today's show. 855-212-4CBS. Uh, occasionally, I will send you tweets of people saying, I called and called and called. How often does that happen? Not guilty. Not guilty. Sports writer. If you want to lie about Tom's Tom's work, sports, R-E-I-T-E-R. Uh, the Kansas City Chiefs are going are gonna to test... Or maybe. The, the news of the day. So here's the news of the day. Chris Jones, who is a wrecking ball defensively for the Chiefs, who had, what, 15 and a half sacks last year. And in a boiled-down way that isn't really true, but, but I think even in its lack of accuracy, what I'm about to say speaks to how great he is. He is the Patrick Mahomes of that team's defense. That's true, except in the sense there is no Patrick Mahomes on anybody else's team. 
offensively or defensively in the National Football League. But as close as you can get, it might be Jones. And for what the Chiefs do and what the Chiefs need, and over the course of Mahomes' time in Kansas City, it has been a fact that if they were a bottom four defense, which has happened, they were a Super Bowl contender, and if they were a bottom... mm, Top 15 or 20 defense, they had a legit chance to win a Super Bowl. That is the level of excellence the offense brings. And Chris Jones is all kinds of mad. He is, uh, he is D-cell when he's called D-Ben. He's feeling disrespected, not appreciated, and does not think that it's funny. Now, in the flurry of holdouts that we've had over the course of this preseason, the attention has largely gravitated to running backs because there is a sense of pattern to this and maybe for some people a sense of unfairness, which is universal, and a sense that maybe things wouldn't get done. But Chris Jones has been holding out. He is at the end of a four-year, $80 million deal. He's the ninth highest paid player at his position. He'd like to be the highest paid player at his position. He's probably, I mean, he's certainly one of the best defensive players on the planet, and the math is that he's going to make $20 million this upcoming year, and he'd like to make more. Maybe maybe 30. Some of that is probably financial to a degree, but it's largely pride. And he pointed this out on social media when he put into the mix, when somebody asked him, when can we expect to see you back? And his answer was week eight, which is as long as he could stretch this thing. And his other answer, in, in more monosyllabic terms that I'm going to give you, is I don't need the money. I can do whatever the hell I want. He's a very, very rich man. And what this does, if you believe he's going to hold out till week eight, and I don't, and you probably shouldn't either. But but the thing is, he's not in camp. It can be disruptive. He is the leader of that defense. That leader is not there. It does raise questions. And question marks for teams that are the favorites to win Super Bowls are never healthy things. They're, I mean, this is the National Football League. The pursuit of that trophy is the most open-ended, uncertain, variable-driven championship in sports. It, it just is, because it is wide open in a way that's not true for baseball or basketball or other places. So if you're one of the few teams, and the Chiefs qualify, for having the best odds, the least question marks, the most continuity, the most certainty, not the same thing as being a lock, but the most certainty in, in the NFL, you don't need a question mark like this thrown into the mix whenever he returns. And yet if any team can handle it, it's the Kansas City Chiefs. And, and Chris Jones' threat hollow or otherwise, highly impactful or just a little bit or otherwise, to not be around for basically half of the season, is going to test what has become, in some ways under the radar, a Chiefs machine so far impervious to any problems. Outside of Mahomes not being around, and he has been around. Tyreek Hill goes away. And remember, when this happened a year ago, a season ago, when he went to the Dolphins, there was legitimate there were legitimate questions about what the Chiefs were going to be. Not whether Mahomes was great, not whether they could be really good, but are they really good enough to be what they were without arguably, and Brian McFadden said, the most dynamic offensive weapon in the National Football League? And the answer wasn't just a resounding, yes, the Chiefs are clearly just fine without Tyreek Hill. It was underscored by the fact that Tyreek's arrival in Miami transformed Tua Tungavailoa, at least when he was healthy, into another level quarterback and transform the Dolphins. This doesn't always happen when you spend a bunch of money on a skills player into another level football team. Tyreek Hill is, in fact, so good. And Jalen Waddle paired with him on the other side certainly doesn't help. There's so much speed and so much offensive firepower. Tyreek Hill's arrival with the Dolphins changed the Dolphins. And yet the Chiefs' machine kept on humming. Now, Eric Bieniemy has not been the most celebrated offensive coordinator on the face of the earth, given 
the remarkable nature of his resume. He's now the offensive coordinator with the Washington sort of now commanders, but called something else soon. We're not really sure what the hell's going on there. He's the offensive coordinator there. We're going to see what he can do. But there's every reason to think that it's not going to matter. That it's not going to be significant in large part because Andy Reid has always been the catalyst for that offense. And in large part because Doug Peterson was there. And this is before Mahomes, I know. And Matt Nagy was there before he became the head coach of the Chicago Bears. And I'm not a big Nagy fan because I'm a Bears fan. And it turns out Matt Nagy checks notes for, sorry for the technical term, sucked. Yeah, that's what I'm looking at. Uh, at being a coach in the National Football League. He's now back as the offensive coordinator. It doesn't matter what you do as long as Mahomes is there to the Kansas City Chiefs and Andy Reid. That machine has rolled on. It has ticked on. It has continued. There have been a number of players not as impactful as the guys that I've mentioned, certainly not as impactful as Chris Jones, who have come and gone, who the team hasn't matched salaries for, where you've had these sort of cap issues, and still the Chiefs just keep on winning. And this is going to be a test of whether or not the Chiefs can keep doing it. I'm not betting against him. And I'm not saying that Chris Jones isn't important. He is remarkably important. History tells us he's almost certainly going to play. He'll probably get the money that he wants or something close to it. But let's just say for the sake of argument that Chris Jones decides with already a bunch of money, $60 million in his pocket just from this Chiefs contract alone, that he's like, the hell with it. I'm going to take a year off. I'm going to sit around. I'm 29 years old. I'm going to listen to Ryder Than You Every Day. I'm going to take up Pickleball. I'm going to look up this DeBenedict guy because I don't like somebody taking shine from my guy Diesel. I'm going to chill. I'm not going to play for the Chiefs. Let's just say Chris Jones decides not to play for the Chiefs. It would be a huge problem. It would be a massive loss for that defense. It would take Kansas City, and, and maybe mediocrity is underselling what Spags, the defensive coordinator, has done with the tools that he has. It would take Kansas City from a bend, don't break Fairly effective, if at times, strained defense, but good to, to maybe very problematic and bad. And I don't think it would matter. I think the Chiefs machine would roll on. Doesn't mean that it would be more likely they win the Super Bowl. It would be less. It doesn't change the equation. that The AFC is more difficult than it's ever been, I think, for Chiefs. The Chiefs and their, what, doing this right, four-year run with Mahomes actually starting, five-year run with Mahomes actually starting. He started four previous years? That's crazy. The guy's a machine. All he does is win. It would be harder. It will be harder. The Bengals, the Bills, the Dolphins, the Jags, the Ravens, maybe the Jets, who we'll get to in a little bit. I just think that Mahomes is that adaptable. I think Patrick Mahomes is that rare level of greatness who is so good and so remarkable and so talented that he makes up for all kinds of problems and gives credit to many people who don't deserve him. Michael Jordan did that. I think Steph Curry does that. I don't think it it doesn't apply to to baseball. It just it just doesn't the nature of that sport. There Tom Brady obviously is probably the ultimate example in our lifetime along with Jordan. That's Mahomes. But there is a test here. And the flip side of this comes into into way on this reality as well. I think it I know people around the NFL think it, and there's a very good chance the Chiefs think it. Not that they don't want Chris Jones. They do. Not that they're not willing to negotiate. I'm sure they are. But it'll be interesting to see whether or not Mahomes' presence and the certainty that I feel and that everyone feels, and I promise you Andy Reid feels, that the machine will roll along no matter what is thrown into the gears. 
might make you potentially a little lackadaisical and having a sense of urgency about Chris Jones. You might be, even subconsciously, a little more inclined to play hardball. And I think you're right to do that because I think Mahomes is that great. But this will be the biggest test yet. If, if Jones misses games, and he certainly missed almost the entirety of camp, if it has a large or small impact on his performance of the defense, and it will, by the way, he can come back today. He could be, you know what, I'm at home, I'm in Kansas City, I'm sitting on the plaza, I just had some, some, some Arthur Bryants, I'm listening to Bill Ryder, now I feel guilty, let's go, I'm back with the Chiefs. There's still going to be an impact. It'll be minimal if he came back today, but it'll be there. And certainly, if he takes it right up to the start of the NFL season, it will become more and more impactful for the reality physically for that defense on the field without him, and just what it does to not have him around for those guys every single day or week that he misses. It is a test of the Chiefs' machine. I'm betting on him, but it will be the biggest question mark the Chiefs has faced since they won the freaking lottery and selected Mahomes in that draft several years ago. All right, 855-212-4CBS. It's me. And my producer, Stuart Kovacs, just hanging out today, doing our... No, all right, you're not Stuart Kovacs. I feel bad. You looked sad when I said, you're the same name, man. I was sad. I am sad. We've been working together for over two years. You can't get my name right. You have the same name, Pretty Daddy. That one I don't met. That's why I give you the nickname. Nicknames, plural. I got like 54 of them. Pretty Daddy. See, you even sing it, man. My wife, by the way, this is a true story, it's a huge source of tension in the house. She, um, I do the dishes largely. She only drinks cups from cups you can't put in the dishwasher. So then I try to put them in the dishwasher, <laughs> and she gets mad. So there's like, I'm not kidding, there's 30 cups that are just always sitting out, and she won't wash her own. Like, pick the cups you can put in the dishwasher. So today, and she thought it was clever, and I thought it was too early in the morning, took a photo of 30 dirty cups, and, and she put underneath it, this is a Taylor Swift reference, death by a... By a by a thousand cups. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. <laughs> I don't like her being funny on a problem she created. <laughs> it is funny. Eight, uh, what? Just come on. Just get out there and use the cups you can put in the dishwasher. 855-212-4CBS is the phone number. Tom watched Hard Knocks. I don't even know what he thinks, but I'm sure it's negative. And I have a surprise conclusion to that television show, that inside look at the Jets, next here on CBS Sports Radio. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better 
because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome back to Writer Than You. If we streamed this show and people saw how much I just mess with you on a regular basis, wouldn't that add a great wrinkle to the program? Uh, for everybody else, not for me. Not for me. I just made Tom say hi to an inanimate object in the break. I mean, you got me talking to a bobblehead here. Like, <laughs> it's, it's our first day together in almost a week, and I'm exhausted. On CBS Sports Radio. All right, welcome back into the show. Bill Ryder with you. Just messing with Mike Samper, the exact. I mean, sorry. Tom Celestino. Sorry, Tom. <laughs> I see what kind of day today is going to be like for me. I'm going to name all of them. They're all getting name-checked. 855-212-4CBS. On Twitter, that guy tweets at us a lot. We're big fans of his. He listens. He's in Arkansas, where I used to live. I used to live in Little Rock. And I think we generally see the universe the same way. So I'm excited to have Matthew, his real name, in Arkansas, on the line. Matthew, good morning. You're on CBS Sports Radio, buddy. Good morning, Bill. How are you doing today? I'm good, dude. What's shaking? Oh, well, you know, I have to go home and talk to the wife before I call, but I just want to tell you a little story, and this is to tell you why Pretty Daddy should be nominated this week. Oh, give it to me. 15 years ago, took the wife up to Chicago for opening day, which I did for about five years in a row. I always went to opening day. We drove up there from Arkansas. Stayed at a Motel 6 right by the, you know, elevated train. Morning, she's like, Hey, let's get in the car. I was like, No, you're going to experience this. We're going to get on that train. We're going to go to Addison. We're going to walk with the fans to and from. To this day, she remembers it and how much she enjoyed that experience. So I just want to tell Pretty Daddy, man, you missed an opportunity there. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is such a great call. Pretty Daddy, that's a, that's a call in bum of the week nomination. I don't usually flip ahead. But I'm just putting a little star next to your name on the bum of the week list. All right? I want you to prepare yourself. A mo- He's right, by the way. Thank you, Matthew. That guy in Arkansas. He's right. My wife won't get on the train. What do you want me to do? Nominate yeah, well, her for bum of the week. There was a time. No. There was a time in your life where your kid wouldn't eat ice cream because he thought it was like you know something else. Then you, <laughs> you, you shove it in his mouth, and he's like, oh, my God, my life has changed. So sometimes you got to force the people you love to experience the things that they don't realize they're going to love. Yeah, we experienced per, you know, parking in a stranger's garage. That was an experience. I'm going to get myself in so much trouble saying this, but it's true, and I, so I don't care. Man up, <laughs> put your foot down, <laughs> and just insist, dude. If you think I could do any of those things in my marriage, you don't know about my marriage. <laughs> in which case, you need to make some adjustments in your marriage. <laughs> and Chicago is a great opportunity for that. Called setting boundaries, bro. Who actually drives the car when you guys when you guys do your thing? Like physically, I drive the yeah. car, but she's right. telling me where to go and okay. what time to be there. You're just like you're just like we're not taking the car. We're taking the train. You're gonna like it. It'll be fine. I could try. Easy advice for me because I a I don't have a couch and b I live on the other side of the country. If this goes really <laughs> really badly, thank you for the call, Matthew eight five five two one two four CBS. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you my hard knock story. 
I really hate that we're going to agree. And then I'm going to... So here's what I did. Turn on Hard Knocks last night. I, I loved episode one of Hard Knocks. I thought episode one was phenomenal. And I was... I, I, I had this, this rush of excitement. It's back. I'm interested. I'm into the Jets. I believe in them. Oh my God, I like Aaron Rodgers. This is terrible. But at least I'm entertained. thought episode two was brutally boring. But sometimes there's a little bit of a hiccup. A little sophomore slump in the season. Turn on... Episode 3 last night, about 20 minutes in, I'm like, this is terrible. Fast forward 60 seconds. Terrible. Watch that for 5 minutes. Fast forward 30. I must have fast forwarded 30 or 60 seconds four times. Hoping to just... I got to the point where someone was doing the um, 8 mile Eminem rap. <laughs> yep, yep. Halfway through that rap, I, tur- I, I pushed home on my controller, went to YouTube... And watch the entire twelve-minute finale of the actual Eight Mile movie, and it okay. was so much better because okay. I watched that like every you know several times a year. I'll just go watch Bunny Rabbit destroy Papa Doc, right? Even though that's twenty years old, and I was just watching. I was watching Hard Knocks, and the guy starts. It was so bad. I was thinking, first I'm like, well, this can't be worse than that stupid mentalist they hit on last week, but it was. And then I was thinking, do not go to YouTube and watch that. That that's irresponsible professionally. Just stick with it. And then about a minute later. I was on, my wife, Lori walks in, she's like, what are you doing? And then she sat down and was cafe and watched it too. <laughs> this is not the direction I thought this story was going yep. in. When you yep. said you had a hard knock story, this is, I did not think we were going to be watching 8 Mile by the end of it. Yeah, yeah no, we, 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 we watched the end um, for sure. Uh, no such thing as halfway crooks, bro. No such thing. <laughs> that is such a good ending. Also, did you know Papa Doc in Eminem is the Falcon now in the Marvel Universe? You yes, I did know that. I don't Crazy. know much about Marvel. I know that actor. Yes, I did know that. Crazy. Um, did you have a different reaction, Ryan Hickey? I'm sorry, Tom DeCelestino <laughs> to... I want to see how many you can actually name. You've gotten like five already. To... Hard Knocks. Uh, no, I think Hard Knocks is officially irrelevant. It's not a Jets thing. It's not an Aaron Rodgers thing. I think it is irrelevant. Hard Knocks doesn't matter anymore. I have two levels of watching Hard Knocks. The first is work, right? I It's work. I need to know about it. I need to talk about it. The second is entertainment. It so doesn't fit the second box that I think, I think it's a... I think the first episode was relevant because it was the first. It was the first real look at Aaron Rodgers as a Jet, but it does not matter, does it? And we all agreed going into this that the Jets were going to be the most entertaining team to do it this season. And you weren't alone. After episode one, there were a lot of people captivated by it and wanted more. They they couldn't wait till episode two. After watching episode three, look, last night we got a lot of stories about like. Roster spots, guys really who were fringe players who were hoping to, you know, use the preseason to earn that spot on the 53-man roster. Like, I don't know. It takes a lot for me to really invest about players that, one, are not going to play even if they make the roster. And, two, that I don't know about prior to watching the episode. Like, it's well edited. I'll I'll give them that. It's well done. But, like, look, it it just doesn't matter anymore. Can I can I give you a little bit of a hard take or a little hard take, a little hard knocks take, and a little hot take on on um, hard knocks? In the past, the thing that was captivating was the 
off-field stuff, and, and largely the, the away from the facility, let's pick some guy and his kids. Right, He had Randall Cobb yesterday with his kids. and they, Which, by and, the way, the park that he did that interview with, with his kids and his wife, is the yeah. park that I take my son to. I mean, that's, I mean that is amazingly weird. So Have I you live, seen him there? I live, you know, you would think within 10 minutes of Randall Cobb. I used to, when I lived in Brooklyn, I took my kids to a, to a playground, and all the time was the actress from Sons of Anarchy and Billions. And even with my wife, I was wondering if it would be inappropriate to say to her, I love you. But I thought it would be. Uh, yes, yes. You so had I the didn't. right thought. You had the I right didn't. thought. I, she was always there. Uh, what I So normally the off-field stuff is what's captivating. The thing that I've liked the most in this Hard Knock show this season, and it's been fleeting, is the actual football stuff. Like, I'm interested... Like the Garrett Wil- Garrett Wilson, yeah, the Garrett Wilson stuff was fascinating, and how fast he and it's not. I mean, they're just. It, by the way, it could be edited to garbage. They're showing like all these catches, and I'm watching, knowing how TV works. They could certainly, right? They could just when Liv Schreiber goes, but when you become his number one option, everything changes. I'm like, okay, they're just. But it was captivating, and Aaron Rodgers, like he's so fast, seems important. That stuff was interesting. But even was like, that even like he's a top ten pick last year, right? Yes. Out of Ohio State? Even yeah. Randall Cobb, you know, huddling the the wide receivers together and being like, look, yeah. if Aaron doesn't trust you, he's not going to throw you the ball. He doesn't like to throw interceptions, so it's, it was all, it's all about trust. But, like, we didn't know that already? Like, if a quarterback doesn't trust a wide receiver, he's not going to throw you the ball? Like, duh. I mean, some will. Have you seen Baker Mayfield play? <laughs> Touche. Uh, what did I miss in the last 20 minutes? Anything captivating, magical, amazing, wonderful? No. No. I mean, it's, look. Every single one of these teams has a social media department in 2023 where you, they peel back the curtain. Maybe not to the extent of 50 minutes every Tuesday night, but we can see the majority of this stuff now. Hard Knocks had its day. It's, it's done, man. Even the Jets were the most interesting team heading into this preseason and regular season. They just can't sustain it for five weeks. It You're banging matter. the table. You're so fired up. Hard knocks doesn't matter. I don't want to keep watching it, but I know I have to. Normally, their loser coach wins me over, and I think he's great because he's sort of cool and swears, and the guys like him. You got to be a competitor. Not this a time, command, like, enough. well, he's not won me over. He seems like a total cornball, but maybe that's a good sign. Oh, yeah, the, the survivor, survivor, competitor. Commander? Commander's the top one. There's four of them. Competitor. I don't know. The look on Aaron Rodgers' face, by the way, it was just, just... I love how Rodgers faked, too, that he was actually taking notes. Right. He pulled out his notebook and his pen, like, oh, yeah, this is good stuff. Let me write this down. Wouldn't it be amazing if he was just writing, this is so stupid, this is so stupid, I'm smarter <laughs> than everyone, I'm better than everyone, they fell for it. I mean, like, well, like we got we to gotta tell professional athletes to be competitors. Like, revolutionary. I didn't know that. Thanks. I, I just... I don't know, man. Head coach is kind of corny. I do like Hackett, though. Even though I called him Nathaniel Can Hackett. I agree, man. Like He's, he's cool. likable. I have no idea if he can coach. I know he can't be a head coach, but as he an can't OC. Be. He wants to be everybody's buddy. He's funny, though. No wonder he gave Russell Wilson his own office. Yeah, man, I have your own office. It's cool. I'm not even the coach. <laughs> Who are you? I'm, uh, nice to meet you, Nathaniel Hackett. <laughs> All right, man. Hey, maybe he didn't introduce himself to Russ until like week five. Uh, I'm your assistant coach. Maybe he did it as a joke and Russ thought it was true. Didn't know how to walk it back. When I was, um, this is a terrible story. When I was in Des Moines once, I just thought of this by accidental. When I was, was I married? To, well, I was dating Lori. 
I was at a Starbucks. This is a true terrible story. And a young, like I was probably 25, and I'd say a 22-year-old newly hired reporter in, in our newsroom, the Des Moines Register, came into Starbucks and sat down. She's very pretty, but whatever. Like everyone, everyone in the office knew I was dating Lori, right? It was like a we're a work couple. So I didn't, and she started telling me how lonely she was. I'm like, oh, we should all hang out sometime. And by we, I, I said we all. So whatever, we like made plans to like you know all hang out. So I introduced her to people on a Friday night. An hour later at the office, she marched up to me and screamed, "You're dating Lori Mansfield?" I'm like, yeah. Apparently, she thought I'd asked her out. It would have been the most like impressive person I'd ever successfully asked out. If I had actually done that, <laughs> what? it was so awkward. Why does this stuff always happen to you? <laughs> I don't know. Like, this was not a complicated situation. I mean, what I wanted to be like was, hold on, hold on. Can we walk this back? You agreed to go out with me? <laughs> wait, wait. So you're saying you said yes? <laughs> I must have been so confident because, like, yeah, well, I'm all go out. Like, the group, like, ten of us. <laughs> and I sat three deaths from Lori when she was doing this. I don't. I think I had to explain to Lori. Why. I was like, what the hell? Like, I apparently asked her out. So, wait, wait, wait. To be clear, you said yes? Phil <laughs> <laughs> Biter, do you have the right Do you have the right person? Like, I'm I'm the one who asked you, right? Yeah. How did I happened. get to that story? Oh, Nathaniel Hackett accidentally giving Russell Wilson an office. Yeah, that little joke. I had forgotten that happened to me. Uh, she never spoke to me again. I wonder why. <laughs> I didn't do anything. <laughs> I was just being friendly. 855-212-4CBS. Is the phone number? Um, man, golfers are so. Am I allowed to say golfers are so soft? Come on, it's a gentleman's game. Is it like tennis? All right, that's fair. Uh, one of the pro golfers out there is speaking for the others. They are outraged, outraged. People's behavior after gambling on them. We'll get into that after we get a CBS Sports Radio update from Greg Caserta. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Welcome back to Writer Than You. Wait, did you take Dan out of the song? I went with the clean version, man. What are you doing? Clean version, radio friendly. Tom, this isn't Nickelodeon. <laughs> We're not on Nickelodeon radio. On CBS Sports Radio. <laughs> Welcome back into the show, Bill Ryder, with you here on Nickelodeon radio. With No, it's sorry, CBS Sports Radio. Excuse me, Tom. Come on, bro. Radio friendly. Enough with the profanity. Come on, bro. You can do this. I believe in you. How you doing? We good? Yeah, I'm good. As long as you call me by my real name, I'm good. How's your day going? I'm doing great. Doing fabulous. Yeah. It's hump day. I don't think I wish uh, you a happy hump day. 
Yeah, I, I, did you see me just completely ignore it? I did. I did. I thought maybe, you know, you just glossed over it. It was a mistake. Not a hump day kind of. It's not, not, a, not an expression that I, I tend to lean into. All right. It's not for everybody. Uh, big, big day here in the Ryder household. Big, big day. How are things going in the uh, Pat Boyle household there? Temporarily speaking. Yeah, That's uh, a little temp because he's a temporarily producing DA, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Or he I is. I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know. Sean's gone. So is, is that who's doing it right now? Uh, it was uh, it was Kevin Wall today. Our buddy Andrew How's, Bogish was was hosting today. How are things in the Kevin Wall household? Oh, I'm sorry, you're Tom. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know about Boyle. I don't know about Wall. I'm I'm D cell. Okay. How are things in the Shep household though? Also, wouldn't know. I think you're up to like eight or nine. I'm impressed. Over the line. Uh, big, big, big day in the in the Ryder household. My daughter, my daughter, my little girl, starts high school today. Wow, that's yeah. a huge day. Huge day. It's, it's a big one. Ninth that that one hits hard. Yeah. Right it's exciting. My mom always said, the key to life, you ready for this? Is enjoying the passage of time. Now, that's hard for you because you have to enjoy things. <laughs> but it's a good rule to live by. I agree. That That's very philosophical. Very philosophical. That's deep. There's de- there's de- we have depth in the old Ryder family. Um, I try to avoid that. The Ryder family, uh, depth. <laughs> okay, I thought you meant us. <laughs> got it, got it, got it. I mean, you are gonna blink, and Will, who was is too. Hold on, don't tell me. In like two months. Ah, uh, yes, yes, end of yeah. June, yes. He, um, dude, it just it goes fast, pal. Flying by. I got to live by that. I got to write that down. The key to life. There's two things that we say. Uh, the key to life is enjoying the passage of time is one. Don't be a Jambroni jam- jam- and get a <laughs> rental car in Chicago. Oh, come on. Is the other. Come on. What? Come on. Nobody I says don't make that. up the family expressions. I almost said Zamboni. Why are people so obsessed with a, with a machine that, that smooths ice, by It's kind of cool, man. Like, why is, is it, it so big? Like, why does it need to be so big? Why is it so big? I don't know. That's the mystery. We know a guy who one of his jobs is, is, to, is to drive a Zamboni. Cool Do you have to job. be trained in that? I think, yeah. It's heavy machinery. Yeah, of course. It feels like, an, like, a, like a lawnmower for ice. Oh, come on. You, if you were driving one of those on, like, you know, an NHL rink... You would crash right into the boards, into the glass. You think I would? Yes. Think I screwed up? Yeah, you got to know what you're doing. That'd be okay, because I, what I already know is that the key to life is enjoying the passage of time. All right. John Rom. All right, so look, I, I'm going to try to do this with a straight face. Like Golfers can complain. It's fine. It's fine. And by the way, I'm that guy when I play tennis and, and people are talking next to me. I stop and just mean mug them. Like, shut up. So I, I'm a hypocrite. I'm playing amateur tennis, and I get mad when someone's like to their buddy, like, hey, did you see, uh, you ever seen Seinfeld? This was true. That- you ever seen Seinfeld? Hey, man. A, I'm playing tennis, and B, get modern with your, with Seinfeld. Yeah, that show was amazing in 1992. Okay. <laughs> so I- I'm a hypocrite. So I laugh when I saw this, but I should take it seriously. Obviously, gambling has taken over the world. It's, it's Sports gambling is a thing. It happens on a regular basis. A buddy of mine just put down a bunch of money. A lot on Carlos Alcaraz and Coco Golf to win, to each win the U.S. Open. 25 to 1. 
Would you consider a lot of money on that bet? I mean, for me, a lot of money. I mean, anything that's probably over a hundred bucks is a lot of money. Yeah, he put like seven hundred bucks down. Yeah, that's a lot of money. He went like twenty grand or something. Okay, so it's everywhere, and obviously, fans who bet on sports are going to want their their bets to go the right way. And this led to some issues last week at a golf tournament. And as you will hear in this question and in the answer from John Rahm, it has sparked a conversation about how this sort of reality of folks betting on golf and moose it uh, is going to go over for professional golfers. There was a fan who was trying to get into Max's head and talk during one of his putts and said he had, had a bet on the, on him missing the putt. Max made the putt, but obviously it was a concern that the fan is trying to impact the game. So my question is, have you had an, an, an incident like that with a fan, and do you have concerns about that going forward? And I feel like we hear it every single round. That happens way more often than you guys may hear. I mean, it's very, very present. In golf, spectators are very close, and even if they're not directly talking to you, they're close enough to if they say to your buddy, I bet you 10 bucks he's going to miss it, you hear it. So it happens more often than you think, yeah. I mean, that's... But not only that, on the tee and down the fairway, I mean, luckily, golf fans are pretty good for the most part, and, and you're hearing the positive, right? Like, I got 20 bucks to make birdie here, things like that, but uh, it's... No, it's more often than you think. I mean, I I understand. I don't, know, man. Like, I've seen Happy Gilmore. No one's driving a car into people, you know. Guys are gonna yell stuff. It seems like not a big deal. Relax. They kicked him out of there. If you do that, you're gonna get kicked out. It's not gonna happen very often. Think about the stuff that 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 people yell at NBA players. Because they're on top of the NBA players. They're right on top of them. We have to make a whole brouhaha. Three bucks? Three dollar bet's pretty funny. Made a three dollar bet. I'm yelling. Would you agree? Because I just, I just went to the U.S. Open, so I know what the beer prices are. Would you not agree that that gentleman spent 10x on beer? Almost oh, certainly. Absolutely. To the bet. Absolutely. When I, you know, Reed Forgrave, right? My friend Reed Forgrave. I've had him on the show. I don't think he's been on the show since you produced their uh, ship. I mean, diesel. And um, yeah, it's all show. We were once at an Iowa Cubs game. That's the Chicago Cubs Triple A affiliate in Des Moines, Iowa. Can you drive to that one, or you got to take the train? I walked across the street from my from my little apartment loft. Got it. And 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 we had been drinking. This is I'm such a bad friend. To be fair, I was in my twenties. And I came so close to, I've always wondered if I could talk someone into just running across the field. And I came so close to have him do it. You're a good guy. You're a good friend. (laughs) Why would anyone do that? I don't know. I always wonder when I see that. Hopefully he was going to do it fully clothed. He was. When people streak, do you think there's a high percentage of time where their buddies are giving them, like, Thousands of dollars as a bet. Have to be. They have to be. What What would be the amount of money you would consider? It's it's ten thousand. You do it for ten thousand? Yeah. Oh, I wouldn't. How much would so, you need? Five hundred grand. Wow. Okay. Take my clothes off and run across the field and get tackled by security guards who are going to punch me when nobody's looking behind the scenes. Yeah, and go to you know whatever stadium jail you're in. Can I have a towel? No. <laughs> it's going to be a part of my future. You would do it for ten grand. 
Yeah. I mean, again, I you know, like that's a lot of rental cars. <sighs> what what's the expiration date on this? There's not. It when you go back to Chicago, when you go when you go back to Chicago and do it the right way, it's gonna be a few years. You went to Chicago, Illinois. You rented a car. You drove to a Cubs game. Correct. Look, that's as embarrassing as streaking at a professional sporting event. You oh, actually should be tackled and arrested. Come on. Either I'm, I'm just telling you. I got to see you know Wrigley Field in its entirety. I did multiple laps around the field. Yeah, yeah, but you didn't have the experience, and it's Wrigley is as much about the neighborhood you bypassed and the arrival by the train and walking with the people. I saw some of, you know, Wrigleyville. I went down an alley, a sketchy alley. Yeah, you parked in a guy's. Honestly, that guy is a very nice gentleman, and he is telling his friends, after five years, I finally got someone to park in my garage. <laughs> no way. No way. There's no yeah, way you're the he, first. he's going to, you know. He didn't know what to do. He's like, I guess I gotta have to give you my garage code. He didn't expect you to say yes. That's not true. There's no way I was the first one. It was like me asking that girl on an accident. Didn't even know what was happening. <laughs> You're not giving me enough credit here. I knew exactly what was going on. I knew I had it under control. You crushed it. Uh, dear listener, if you're uh, wherever you are, if you're flying to New York City and you stay in the city, don't rent a car and drive to a Knicks game. It's Don't not let the Tom... same. No, it's Chicago and Manhattan are not the same. It's not the same experience. Driving around Chicago is so much more manageable than driving around Manhattan. Incorrect. It's a better experience, too. By the way, Manhattan is really easy to drive around during the weekend unless you go to a sporting event where there's no parking. Like, I don't know. A Cubs game in, in Wrigley. You're so funny, well, bro. Well, Wrigley has like five parking spots per lot. Can we get some bigger lots? Yeah, they're not going to change the dynamics of Wrigleyville for you. They're going to say to you what I said to you. Take the subway, bro. It's just a mere suggestion. Get some bigger lots. Can we get, like, cars parking on top of cars? I like it when you yell, I can't the spots! Just a suggestion. Is that how you suggest things to your wife? Clean the dishes! (laughs) How often, how many times a month does your wife get actually really mad at you? How many times a month? It's like once a day. Oh, man, really? Yeah. I'm glad I'm brighter than you. Uh, let's talk some baseball with Jerry Harrison Jr. It's coming up next here on CBS Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.